Bruce, you got a great offense with Connor McDavid. So I have them sweeping them. Yeah, well, well, I don't think you heard my point. The San Francisco Giants have three more in the 2010s than the Rangers have in their entire history. So, yeah. Uh, it's hard to get back um, and to get back-to-back -back wins. And I don't see the Lightning doing it here, so I have them losing to the Hurricanes in six. We don't talk about the 2010s because the 2010s had the Astros. And if the Astros didn't happen, the Yankees would have won in 2019. He's he was close to Frank Reich, and they want Frank Reich back, so that's what they got. It's their discount, Frank Reich. Kaprizov and the rest of this crew, Jordan Greenway, who doesn't get enough props. Um, he definitely is somebody who needs to be mentioned more. Hi, this is Julie Dobbs. You're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Outsiders Opinions, NFL Opinions of the Week. What a Super Bowl it was. We're going to start talking about the refs, but first, let's talk about the the Kate podcaster, Austin. Uh, how long is this list, Kevin? Uh, it, it's growing by the day. There's one, there's one about refs, but I didn't want to lead into it with this episode. It's like, I don't feel it's the time. Hmm. I wasn't sure how you react to the refs one. So I wanted to save it for a less somber moment. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, it was a great game. I just I just hate that back-to-back -back Super Bowls are it seems like the end of every big NFL game is there's a there's a questionable call that happens that really kind of uh, ruins the end of the game at least for me and I know a lot of other people it does. Yeah, I get. I definitely like it. Kind of reminded me of last year. Last year, I think there was more. Of no, la last year's. Last year's the worst call in Super Bowl history. Like, if we're gonna be honest, like that was just there is no pass interference. Now this one, look, I understand that technically speaking, he held him, but in the same breath, I can say, okay, what? Why wasn't that just called a chuck or anything else? Like at line of scrimmage, you're allowed to throw the receiver, basically, and. There's a lot of contact within last in the first five yards you're allowed to do. I I don't think it was egregious. I don't think that's a penalty you can call. They were letting him play. A lot of penalties on both sides that I thought were going to be called and weren't. And if you're going to call the game that way, you got to call the game that way the entire game. And I feel like going against that is detrimental for the game because you don't know what is right and what's wrong as a player if you don't know what level they're uh, calling the game on. Yeah, that's true. Um, my thing is, I I get it wasn't shown well on the Fox broadcast. I saw the side view, and I think it's just the tug of the jersey. But yeah, oh, not I... egregious. But um, and then so I, they see that, and um, he, he, I also give mad props to Bradbury for saying he held him. And so I kind of get it. I want to call it, but I don't think it's the most egregious one. That's kind of what I have. I don't know if you want to talk about it a little bit more, and then we can go on to predictions and other stuff. Yeah, uh, I know he he says he held him, but again, that's not holding. It's within, it's behind the line of scrimmage. I don't think it is holding. You can say, oh, he technically held him, but again, line of scrimmage is normally where you're allowed to chuck receivers. And if if you know what a chuck is, you grab the receiver and basically throw them. You help, you hold them. That's what a chuck is is holding. And the rules say you're allowed to do that at the line of scrimmage, and that's where the the hold was. 
And I don't, I don't, I think the ball was overthrown. And the way the rest of the game was called, it made it to where you can't call that. Because if you're not going to call it at any point in the game, why are you going to call it with two minutes left? Because there were multiple plays where I was like, okay, that could be a penalty. Oh, they're not going to call it. Nice. And to call that with two minutes left, you're deciding the game is over. Yeah, uh, I see what you say. Um, I see what you said, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm just going to, that's the thing I feel about it. So I just think we'll move on to our top five performances and um, uh, then ch- we'll check out our predictions as well. Anything else on the refs? Besides that, they called a great game until the end where they blew it. But besides yeah. that. Overall, I think a pretty good game. Stinks that ended with a flag. But well, again, it, the overall doesn't matter if you're deciding the end of the game. But I, I would also, I have no idea what a catch is if you want to talk about the refs. There, I, well, but. yeah, I, I think that's something I've come over this season. I, people are like, that's catch. And I'm like, I, I have no inkling. Like, I don't get it. We'll just, I, 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 yeah, I have no idea. And I, I think it's just a lot. I do like what I came up with, though. It's a prime example of overthinking the catch in the NFL. So <laughs> proud of that. Yeah, I, I mean, they're overthinking it. I thought both Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard's catches were catches. And they should have been catches. And both of those being called catches, I know one of them what he was. But if Devontae Smith is called, the Eagles probably run away with this game. Like, I understand, oh, Mahomes has come back from 10-point deficit. If there's any point in the game where you want to be down 10, it's at halftime. If I could choose it, not in the first quarter, not in the second quarter, halftime. Because then you have time. And they got the ball back. So it's not really like they're down 10 because then you can just run down the field and score. It, it, I, I, and again, this, now we're talking about the game, really not the refs. But I've seen a lot of people trying to compare. I know Ryan Clark. And again, I normally try to not I, – I ignore most of what people say in the media. But saying that Mahomes already has a conversation for the GOAT is quite possibly the stupidest thing I've ever heard because – Let's put it this way. Does Aaron Rodgers have one less Super Bowl now than Mahomes? Yes. But what is Rodgers uh, – what has Mahomes done to separate himself out of the tier that Rodgers is in? I would say nothing. Rodgers has won four MVPs. He had a year where he threw 48 touchdown passes and five picks, Kevin. As a Packers fan, I have never seen something like that ever. Ever. And to say that Mahomes is so much better talent-wise than Brady that he's just already in the argument, it's horrible. And again, people say, oh, rings don't matter. They matter to QB specifically. Because again, this is something I told my dad. If a QB, you could be perfect at QB and still every pass could be incomplete. A receiver's not guaranteed to catch the ball. It's more about the leadership that a quarterback has that I think gives better legacy and while Mahomes definitely has that leadership and we've seen it throughout he isn't even on the same tier as I would even argue Montana but he's on the tier of Manning Rodgers and Mahomes and Roethlisberger is really the tier that he's really on yeah, uh, I get what you're saying, and it's just like the media, and, well, specifically the big company, like starting bold takes, so they'll get more views. Um, but uh, I think it's an impressive start, and they're like, oh, we could catch Brady, which I just leave it, Brady, we'll view when it's done. But just 
in the, I, what I would like them to go for is this is an impressive start for a career. For it a is an impressive start. Yeah. It, it's uh, Mahomes is one of two QBs to make three Super Bowls in his first six years, the other being Brady, uh, who did it in his first five, but hey. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, and it, again, it would be extremely hard for him to pass them, considering the fact that they met twice in the playoffs and Brady Media both times. So I, I don't even see how it's possible. But and again, Mahomes, the Super Bowl, he's not. I don't, I don't know if he's in your top five. He's not in my top five. I did not think anything he did was utterly amazing. He had one play, one where I was like, "Wow, that was amazing." That was his run. If you're gonna argue that his wide open pass to either Sky Moore or Kadarius Tony was anywhere near amazing. I'm going to argue no. One of his passing touchdowns come, came off a run by, a run back by Kadarius Tony on that punt return, and he threw a five-yard wide-open touchdown. Literally no one there. Or I guess it was four yards to Sky Moore. Not amazing. The other one was not amazing. Yes, in the first quarter, he made some great passes to Travis Kelsey. He had a great run. He game-managed. This was a game. This is Aaron, Andy Reid Super Bowl, not Mahomes. He threw for 182 yards. Yeah, I was looking at the yards. And I was like, "Wow, that's not a lot." He he He's was like, not amazing. He was not out of this world. He he wasn't out of this world. Um, but he's like just in my top five. Um, my top five. He wouldn't um, even be in my top ten, probably. Okay, I, um, I'm, I'm gonna disagree with you there. He's four for me. Uh, I don't see how. I, I just, couldn't even see an argument for it, but. I'm well, like he's on one bum ankle, and I think he did. That does not mean that his, his top performances. It's not, oh, he was on a bum ankle. That doesn't well, add to well, his I think that goes into his performance. No, it um, doesn't. I, 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 I disagree. Um, as like when I see him hopping over to the sideline, I'm like, dang it, man, I've been there and it's been a while. So I, I get it there. And to me, it showed kind of the growth of Mahomes. Because he wasn't being crazy. He wasn't being crazy with the ball. He was doing what the defense gave him. But to me, the most thing on the offense was the offensive line. Zero sacks allowed, which is just incredible. I was, I was thinking about just putting Andrew Wiley because he did a great job against Hassan Reddick. But to me, the offensive line set the tone. They really helped with that run game. And I think that allowed Mahomes some time. And so number one is my O-line. Uh, the O line uh, for the Chiefs. Okay, uh, we can kind of just go over them all in a random order, I guess. My number five is Nick Bolton. I thought Nick Bolton was going to be Super Bowl MVP, uh, but it was it was really close. Uh, my four was uh, it it was really close. My my four is the O line, and it's mainly because I have some other guys above them that I think performed. Better. Uh, three, I have Kadarius Tony because he had the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. If that play was the biggest oh, play in the game, I didn't know that's that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. There's never been a punt return for a touchdown. The longest punt return in Super Bowl history before that was in the Broncos Super Bowl, which, wow. I mean, was also, I think, the last QB to win with under 200 passing yards was Peyton Manning that year. So, very comparable mm-hmm. is that they got most of their yards in a drive from a punt return. So uh, my two is Andy Reid. Again, performances, you may not call it a performance, but Reid was the reason why 13 was so good. I mean, 
I again nothing. I saw nothing amazing from Mahomes. I saw nothing that any QB that doesn't choke couldn't do. Again, if you can't make a pass to a wide, literally no one on that half of the field to either Kadarius Tony or Sky Moore, you shouldn't be in the league, let alone in that moment. Now it's nothing to take away from Mahomes. Like he still had to make the throw, but nothing amazing. Again, I think almost any QB top fifteen easily makes those plays. And then my number one is Jalen Hurts, who, even though he fumbled away the game almost, he came back in one of the greatest fashions I've ever seen. He deserved a last chance, and that's what kind of messes up with the the call and everything. But Jalen Hurts didn't just outplay Mahomes. He he had one of the most impressive Super Bowls I've ever seen from someone on the losing side. And while that fumble definitely takes it away and knocks it down a few notches, we're talking QBs who lost performances, he's probably in the top ten probably top five best performances by a losing QB. Yeah, uh, he is at my five, which I think you're pretty good. Uh, it, it was pretty close. Um, I also have Nick Bolton, but he's my number two. I thought Nick Bolton played great. And, um, yeah, this is kind of weird because we all are going over the same game, so we're doing top five performances. I really view that Bolton touchdown as a huge – that's my my, uh, my my thing is that, yes, Bolton played amazing, but they also allowed 35 points, and anyone could have picked up that fumble. That was more right place, well, right time. Was, to the, oh yeah, my bad. Hurts dropped the ball. They say he forced a fumble. He didn't force a fumble. Hurts dropped the ball. If Nick Bolton had made a play, decked him, and he fumbled, picked up the ball, and scored, I would have had him above five. The only reason, Another reason why I was five building the team in tackles, he – played good. He didn't let anyone buy him, but he also had some questionable plays on fourth and five and all this other stuff that I, I couldn't put him higher than five. Right. Uh, yeah. I also, there was one where it was like, I, mean, I think it was third down. Um, and he just made, came in, made a tackle that kept it, but I think they converted on fourth down and mine. Most important play is that Nick Bolton touchdown, because to me that kept the chiefs in the game at halftime. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about most important plays, like, I think the punt return is more important because that made it to where the Chiefs would, uh, could score really fast after they had just scored. Like, they scored, got a punt, and then scored again. And, I mean, I wouldn't, I didn't even have Patrick Mahomes in my top three for Super Bowl MVP, which I just think it's, I hate Super Bowl MVP awards. One of the worst awards in sports history. Like, it, it is so give it to the QB for no reason, even more than, and again, I understand most valuable, but again, for most valuable player, it needs to be the most valuable to the game. And Mahomes made about one play that I thought was actually valuable towards the end of the game. That was his doing. And it was the run. I had one Nick Bolton, two Kadarius Tony, three Jalen Hurts. And, Tony, I know I had him at three of my most impressive performances. It's really hard to win when you only have one reception for five yards, but it was for a touchdown, which, again, he had he had more to do with that touchdown than Mahomes did. Actually, Reed had the most to do with it. But it, it, it was really close, and I I, I I just hate that award. It had to go to Mahomes. I knew who was going to win it, even though he threw for 182 yards and – it was more of Reed stole the show than anything. Yeah, I think that's true. And I also, um, I heard someone talking about this, and I was like, that's kind of a good point. Whenever you think valuable player, you think of a quarterback because he touches the balls most. 
almost like if they could change it to where it's most outstanding player. Here, I don't, I, like I'm that. okay with most valuable because most valuable normally is a QB, but Mahomes wasn't extra, extra valuable this game. Look, Mahomes is a great player. I, I, I wanted the Chiefs to win this game throughout, and I hope Mahomes the best his entire career. But the 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 stigma against giving it to anyone else, unless someone has an outstanding—I mean, not just outstanding—historic performance, like Cooper Cup last year, or Julian Edelman having 141 yards and zero interceptions, or Von Miller to have to only throw for 182 yards. And he has three touchdowns, but if you watch the game, you'd realize that only one of those touchdowns was actually a good throw. And it was DeKelsey, who was also wide open. I just realized all three of his touchdowns were wide open because Tre- Kelsey was wide open. And that was not a long throw. All of his touchdowns didn't amaze me. None of them were, wow, that was an amazing throw, amazing read. They were kind of all, that was where you were going the entire time. Before the play, he was telling you where he was going before all those, and he went there. It's unlike when Tom Brady had 201 passing yards and three touchdowns, almost the same line, because that game was a blowout. And who do you give it to if if you're – do you give it to Gronkowski who had 67 yards? But there was no one on the defense that made a play. Like, oh, wow, that's the play that wins them the game because they were dominating throughout. But in this one, I think you have to give it to Bolson because, like you said, one of the most important plays in the game. Yeah. Uh, that's very true. Um, and then uh, Eagles, Hurts, I thought, played incredible. Um, I like Mahomes' score. He's like, there should be no doubters on Hurts. Um, really started to help. Third is Eagles' O-line. I thought they did a really nice job um, setting the running game. And then my honorable mention, which I think will kind of lead into our – or I'll save the honorable mention because it will kind of go in our predictions. Um, but any critical decisions you disagree with, All the disagreeable decisions I had were with the Chiefs because I thought they should go for it more on fourth down. That's uh, what I got. But that's it's not really a critical decision, like, every single time. But uh, it, it's hard because they won the game. So, And, again, the game was perfectly called by both. Like, if we're talking offenses, both were amazing. The only thing I could say is defense, what were you doing? That was one of the worst offending Super Bowls I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I think it was just some fantastic offenses, some fantastic play callers. But again, um, the entire talk was about the, the D-line, about the Chiefs, and how Frank Clark could break a record by the most sacks, and that Chris Jones is on the Chiefs as well. But there was literally zero defensive plays that were caused by the defense. That were amazing. Uh, again, Jalen Hurts had to drop a ball so that Nick Bolton could score a touchdown. Yeah, I think the Chiefs' defense did just enough. Um, it was more on the offensive side. I disagree. It, okay, well, I, I I view it differently. I know my big play. Well, here, here here's here's play. my problem with that is that if you score a hundred points and you win a hundred to ninety nine, you could always say that the defense did just enough. If you won, the defense did just enough. When did the defense not do just enough and you win? That's that's what I'm gonna argue. Here's my argument. It's the defensive touchdown because to but me, it wasn't play, a play they made. But they still Jaylen had, to run had the ball in his hands, and then they didn't have the ball. There was no one next to him. But what happens if he didn't recover it? 
That, that has happened. There was no one near the ball. I'm going to disagree with you on that. To me, that touchdown really kept that game close. And I was like, okay, It did keep it close, but that's because Hurts dropped the ball, not because the defense made a play. I'm going to disagree with you on that. <laughs> I, I believe someone running with the ball who usually doesn't run with the ball before. Um, I hope that he can run down the field. Well, okay. I hope he can stay on his feet. I'm I'm gonna disagree with you on that once again, but to me that's a big play. Then I you're not gonna like this critical decision. To me, it was the Eagles. It's that field goal kick. To me, I think that you have to go. Kick. You have to kick the field goal. I would have. You have because to. they still could have won with they the Chiefs still that extra point gives them the lead. So I just would have gone for it, and so that's one thing. I know you're not gonna like it, but I would have gone. I, for I, it. I, I what what you're the player. You're the person that never wants to go for it. Why do you go for yeah. it there? On a fourth and six. On a fourth and six. I've I've grown. I've changed. Why there though? You because understand that they me, probably definitely close to the end zone. And to me, a three points doesn't really make it a two point game. It's still a one point game. It's exactly a one point game. So I would have gone for it, and just because I I feel they it was always fourth down manageable. I think they could have done it, and I think they had a pretty high chance to do it. So I was surprised that they kicked the field goal. And because to me, if you get that touchdown in the game, the game is pretty much over. You understand by not going, uh, if you don't get it, you lose. The game, I, you, you will lose, guaranteed. Because the, 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 what do you mean you disagree? Uh, well, I, I think there's still plenty of time on the clock. And you, like the, I, the, your I, defense has done nothing the entire game. There have been two points by the Chiefs. I also feel I would have gotten it the first down. And so what did they score? 28. Now, what do I have? I just need a touchdown to get the lead, don't I? Is that... It was... T- okay. It, first, it was 24-21 Eagles when this play happened. And they kicked the field goal to go up, up, up 27-21. A so if they get it... gives a lead. No, no, no. Kevin, they were already leading. No, they I'm talking up. about the Chiefs. Chiefs touchdown, which happened. They scored a touchdown. Extra point gives them the lead. You understand, right, that they didn't get... A, any any anything the next drive. The Eagles next drive they punt it. That's why the Chiefs went in down and scored again to make it 35-27. And you understand that, that if you don't get it, they do they're down by 11. So the game is over. It's completely it's church as my dad likes to say. Church. I I feel though it would have been church. I would have been willing to go for it because then I think it's church the other way for the Eagles. I see you disagree with me there. That's just my view. You understand? I'm getting more aggressive with it. I I I don't understand at all. I don't. It's fine. It's fine. I I just to me it was shocking that they'd been aggressive all game and they kicked the field goal there. It's because of the timeout. I texted you this. If I you, know you wasted the timeout. And you have to get points. Because if you don't, you have two timeouts. And now you have two timeouts where, okay, you trust your defense. If you don't get it, you trust your defense. But yes. then and why I not kick it? I would have gotten it. I. What percentage saying. are you giving that, they're, they, that they get it? They 100? Get it, I'd probably go 60 to 70. Just because I, they were unstoppable on fourth down. Do you understand how long six yards is, Kevin? Do you know how yes. many plays you have? Play? Hey, Didn't we must get on fourth and or third and six. They do a pass or a run. 
they they passed. And if you, it, it, as Greg Olson said, you can normally tell what they're going to do on fourth down based on the third down play. If you throw it on third down, they're going, they're not going for it because it's third down. You're passing, but if you run it on third down and try to get closer, that I could hear an argument for. That's the bad call. That's, okay, run I would it. have done that and then well, go for it on fourth. I wouldn't. I but, but if you're saying the fourth down, fourth and six, you're going for it. I call you crazy. Because if you I don't would, get it, the game is over, and you lose Super right there, right there. And it, it's 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 crazy. More, it's more about I, I think you're you're saying this though because of hindsight's twenty twenty, than it no, is actually I, even in the moment. In the moment, I was like, it doesn't like a PAT still gives you gives them the lead, even if you fail, they're they're still going to score and get a lead. But I don't think you understand the difference between one point. The okay, let, let me explain this in layman's terms. The only reason why they had a chance at the end is because they kicked a field goal, right? If they don't get it, their touchdown right after the punt um, to make it an eight-point game, they, they're down by 11 now, and the game is over. Because you would have to go for an onside kick, which is literally impossible these days, after you scored the touchdown and go for two. And now you're down by three, and you just the Chiefs had the ball up three at the end there. Where they don't even have to kick a field goal, they just have to waste the end of the uh, the rest of the clock. There'd be no field goal at the end. They would just waste the end of the clock. And to say that there's a seventy percent chance, sixty seventy, that's how I felt. About it. It's not the exact one, but that's how I felt about it. But well, that's just you only have decision. as as a coach, as the offensive coordinator, you only have so many calls for. I have to get six, and they made about twenty of those calls during the game. Eventually, you can't go back because as the defenses work, I understand they couldn't stop them the entire game. But they did at the end of the game when they punted twice. There was no way, there was no reason to say that they were going to get that first. They were being stymied the entire second half. To, to hinge the game on a fourth and six when you can make it a six-point game to where they can't tie it with a field goal. I trust my defense. We're actually going to make them stop and kick a field goal once at least this game and make it. And then you kicked a field goal to where if they kick, if they kick a field goal, now you're up by three. But going for it is deciding that you want to lose. Or I want to win. That's how I view it. But we spent a lot of time. Six? We're going to go in circles, Austin. That's my view. To me, I feel they could have won it there and then changed the game. It was a risky play, but... It's something I shot. It's, more, it's do it. more than it's more than risky. Amen. You gotta risk it for the biscuit. So more than risky. Whatever. I, that's just my view. Like I would have gone for it. Now we're gonna run in circles around it because I I feel adamant about it. So um, now we'll go honorable. My honorable mention for top five performances: the backup dancers for the halftime show. I thought they killed it. Rihanna was kind of chilling, but it makes sense because she was pregnant. Is she eight months pregnant? That's or, not something I know. Okay, I thought that was a rumor about it. So, but she, she, she. It was still good. My favorite song was "Diamonds in the Sky." What did you think? It was a good halftime show. It's the best one since uh, the last Chiefs Super Bowl win with Shakira and okay. uh, J Lo. Shakira's fire. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought it was good, and then. Least favorite commercial. I know we didn't do it. I hate that two v one. Gave me a heart attack for no reason. Um, and then my favorite though was the Will Ferrell one. The Will Ferrell one was good. Uh there were a couple of good ones. There wasn't like, uh, 
the Mountain Dew commercial that was in 2015, I believe, or any one of those. Like, I don't think there was a Super Bowl commercial this year that I'm going to remember positively come next year because it, it, like, I still remember that Mountain Dew commercial. Do you remember it? Nope. Oh, I did. Are you. I think it was 2015, so I, I don't know how involved you were in like actually watching really commercials, commercials like that. But it was a really you, you should watch it. It's one of my favorite commercials ever. I find it so funny. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll check it out. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I thought they were all right. Um, There's some questionable ones, but um, now want to go over predictions really quick. Uh, sure. What was, what was the over-under for Chris Stapleton? It was what? 202, but I don't know if it went over or not. Like, when did it end? Like, I was timing it. I was like, did he exactly do it at 202? Well, that, that was my thing. But also, when do you start? Is it when the music starts and stops? Or is it when the voice starts and stops? I, I, we'll put this on hold. And if we ever find a, like, it went over, it went under, I will tell you. Or you can tell me That's if fair. you find it out. Because I don't know. Because... I was trying to time it, and I did voice to voice, and it was like two hundred one point six eight. But I don't know if it's voice to voice, if it's when voice starts and voice ends, or if it's when music starts and music ends. I would argue it's music because it's the national anthem. So when the anthem starts and the anthem ends, not the voice starts and the voice ends. The end of the song isn't when the guy stops singing. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. Uh... All right, I'm pulling up the list. Then the next one was... Heads or tails. You said tails never fails. You got that. Did not fail. <laughs> yes. Uh, the first touchdown score, I got that right. Jalen Hurts. Oh, yes. Uh, the Gainwell people. You got tricked out by the Gainwell. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so no. that's... The first one didn't count because we're not doing it yet. We don't know yet if it was over or not. But we did the same thing, so it didn't matter. Then, uh, what was your score? What was your score? Mine was 35-33. I really thought for a second there I was going to have it. So we both got that wrong. And we even got the distance wrong. Because I had it as a four-point game. You had it as a two-point game. Oh, you were, true, yeah. Because I had it 28-24. You had it 35-33. Yeah. It ended up 38-35. Uh, you got MVP, right? You said Mahomes. I said Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got, I got yeah. Mahomes. I got Jalen Hurts, and then uh, let me. Oh, what was I missed that one? I forgot to look at it. So, uh, I don't know what the halftime show over under was. Oh, I believe it was over. I think I heard like twelve songs. Okay, okay. Um, well, I, I, I said – I know you said under. I said over, but I didn't know. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure – what was the Gatorade color? Oh, purple. Yellow? Purple. It was oh, purple. purple. Dang. What did you say? I know I said, I said blue. blue. Oh, we both said blue. Okay. Oh, we did. Are we – no, you won. I won because of Mahomes. I had Jalen Hurts. And I had over. And then no one got final score right. Yeah. Uh, and either both of us, oh, neither of us got Gatorade color right, and then we don't know yet if both of us won the national anthem. The one you won was heads. Oh, yeah, tails. 
Tails. Yeah. Tails. Yeah, I'm looking at my. I look at my. I'm looking at mine. And I yeah. said head. So yeah, I'm like, I yeah. I forgot to look at it. I, I was got lost for a sec. Um, but yeah, I believe you won this one. Congrats. <laughs> Which it so it hold, held true. I got the tails right. Or I got the coin toss. You got the coin toss, but it, it failed because you lost the uh, predictions. But the thing that is, <laughs> I'm on a heater right now. We're, if we combine, we've predicted pretty well for the playoffs because I got Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs win. You won so, the playoffs. I won the Super Bowl. Predictions. Oh, yeah. You won the Super Bowl. One. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you also have the NHL one because you have the NHL, I have MLB, and NFL. Which... I can't, I can't wait for March Madness. And I know in our first one, we're going to do a combined bracket, but we'll each do our own individual brackets. This is a little bit of a teaser yeah. for that. In our individual brackets, we'll see who wins that. Hopefully one of you guys beats us so that we don't have to do a liner for our own show. No, we don't have – no, the rule is if we win, no liner. Mm. Someone has to beat one of us. And I feel we're – I'm pretty confident we're going to win this one. <laughs> we messed around enough. We got it. I'm on a heater right now. We're, we're going to combine. We're going to have a special guest. Also, we'll leave it here. Teaser, 27th, be on our Instagram page. Also announcing our Instagram page. Found a way to get it to work. Twitter, follow us there. YouTube channel. Anything else, Austin, before we sign off? Yeah, February 27th, we're uh, releasing something. Be ready for that. Big big news. Better than all the Super Bowl commercials. Definitely better than that 2B1. Thanks for listening <laughs> to Outsiders Opinions. Outsiders <laughs> Opinions.